Hey, everybody. Hello and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, TripAdvisor recognizes five Walt Disney World Resort hotels. Frozen is going to be taking over Disney Cruise Line this summer. And a little later on, Dustin and the team will talk about the pros and cons of Disney vacations. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 770, for the week of January 27th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close. Teresa Eccles, What's wrong? Julie Martin, and back in the nook, our producer Dustin West, along with associate producer Craig Williams. Well, glad to have everybody here. Nice to be back. Sorry I wasn't here last week, but I had to take mom to the doctor. And, uh, you know, she comes first. I love you guys, but I love her more. So a um, couple things to get to in housekeeping. Want to talk about the new shows that... Uh, we uh, started last week, or kind of continued, one we continued, one we started up with. Of course, the Universal show with uh, Craig Williams, Jenny Lynn Knott, Rhino Clavin, and Dustin West. Boy, uh, great, great feedback on that show, huh? People seem to really like it. Yeah, especially this last one. The 101 did really well. Yeah, yeah you know, they don't dislike it. And well, some people do. Rhino's, uh, Rhino's first video, getting a lot, of great, uh, yeah. got a lot of great feedback, an overview of Universal. I thought he did a great job on that, so... Please go check that out on our YouTube channel. And Julie, too. She's also a part. Oh, and Julie, that's right. I've it's okay. Suffered. You forget me every time. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Craig doesn't. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I'm, I was going to say something, but I won't. Um, but uh, that show, uh, Thursday. Yes, right? it is. Thursday. Thursday, 1 o'clock. 1 p.m. Live every Thursday. Yep. Got news and some other fun stuff coming up, so. Check it so, out. Coming up uh, this Thursday, 1 o'clock, disunplugged.com. And, of course, the trip launched yeah. last week. Jenny trip. Lynn and Teresa. Did you know Samantha Brown has a new show that started the other night? And guess what the name of it is? No, it's not. The Trip. <gasps> really? She totally copied she you guys. Thieving she witch. did. <laughs> the thieving. I told her not to do that. <laughs> when you were having coffee. <laughs> she just <laughs> went ahead and shows. <laughs> and... Uh, a lot of people got great feedback. Yeah. We're still great. tweaking it. You know, it's a, oh, it's yeah. a evolving. It's a work in progress. Yeah, it's a work in progress, but it's fun. But it's you have fun. to find, you know, you have to find yourselves. Yeah. You can't just. Once I smack Jane Lynn around a little bit and get her, you know, <laughs> shaped up to where she needs to, you know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I might yeah. watch if that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, 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 I think this week's episode is the mud fight. Uh, the mud wrestling with Jenny Lynn and Teresa. Gonna rena- rename it to the abuse. Yeah, the abuse. <laughs> the trip. Um, yeah, no, the slap. slap. <laughs> it's gonna be called the slap. Um, but uh, that is uh, Wednesday tomorrow, one p.m. live. Uh, Disunplug.com. So very excited yeah. about that. Yeah, me too. Um, also, don't want to forget our Disneyland edition, which is now. Broadcasting live on Sunday evenings on Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. You can sign up and follow them. And that's 11 p.m. 
Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, This week, uh, Michael Bowling continues his celebration of Disneyland's 60th with a look back at the first 10 years of the Disneyland Park. And Nancy Johnson focuses on shopping in Hollywoodland at California Adventure. Um, Nancy's shopping segments and Michael's history segments are some of the best things produced on that show. So you really should check it out. Um, it's, it's phenomenal stuff. It's absolutely phenomenal stuff. And uh, also, uh, Tom wanted me to mention that Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, is when they expect to be getting more information uh, more details about what is going to be happening at Disneyland for the 60th anniversary. Uh, big, big stuff happening out there this year for the 60th. If you haven't been to Disneyland, if you're thinking about going to Disneyland, this would be a good year to do it. From what we understand, late May is going to begin the celebration. Of course, the actual celebration is the day that we're all going to be there with our ABD trip in July. I want to say this. If you're thinking about it, if you're on the fence and you're waiting for the information, don't. Book now. You can always cancel within their cancellation policy. The hotel rooms are going to fill up fast this yeah. year. Yeah, this is not fast. one of those things you want to drag your feet on. We're already seeing it. We're already seeing it. It's already getting harder and harder to get uh, hotel, rooms hotel rooms on site. So, you know, it's something to consider. Um, now, I do want to let everybody know about some stuff that's going to be happening on disboards.com this coming, uh, this coming week. Uh, this weekend, the boards are scheduled to be down Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the reason for that is that we are switching over to an entirely new uh, software package to run the boards. We've been running on vBulletin now for, uh, it's coming up on 15 years that we've been using vBulletin to run our boards. Uh, vBulletin has chosen to focus more on small sites. So we're not getting the support that we needed from them with a lot of the challenges that we have with the boards. So we've had to do a lot of patchwork stuff. And, you know, for example, the search engine that we use, I had to have custom made, cost a fortune because the search engine built into vBulletin wouldn't work for us. Um, So a lot of issues like that. And um, the new software we're moving to is called Zenforo. And it's amazing. It's very similar in a lot of ways. The original team who built vBulletin kind of broke off and started this company a few years ago. And it's being used by some fairly large sites. So I have hoping that they can handle us. Um, 60 million posts comprise our database right now. Wow. 60 million posts. I have wow. seven of them. I know. I think I have one or two. Um, and so moving that over to something new is obviously not easy and it's time consuming and then once everything's moved over we have some housekeeping we have to do before we can turn them back on so the boards will be going down either very late friday night or very early saturday morning and will not be back up until late sunday night early monday morning so we just ask your patience with that uh one of the biggest reasons we are doing this is i know many of you myself included have had real frustrations with the disboards.com app. Uh, that is not our app. We did not develop that. We used a, a service called Forum Runner. And Forum Runner is completely in charge of that. And we have gotten zero support from these people. So the nice, the good news is that the new boards, when they go up, you will not need an app. They are mobile friendly. 
whether you're using a smartphone, whether you're using a tablet or a computer, it adjusts to your screen, looks great, works great. Um, just ask you to be patient with us as we iron out any any bugs or any any glitches. There's no way to move forums this size without having a few a few hiccups along the way. We're going to do everything we can to minimize them. Uh, poor Corey is ready to. He showed me they are pretty. They that's really, not the only way I can describe them. They're pretty. <laughs> it's got some really cool features in it. Like you know, one of the things I I just I went nuts over was that when you want to quote from a post, all you got to do is like is like highlight the text you want to quote, and as soon as you lift up from the mouse, it says reply quote, and you hit it. And it just adds it. And you could like do that with like multiple posts. Like oh. so you can like multi quote multiple posts without having to do all this mm. messing around. It's really very, very intuitive. They took a lot of the things that V Bulletin didn't do well and they did it. Um so I'm I'm very excited about it, but most excited about the fact that no more app. Once these boards go up, there's no more the app is being shut off and disboards.com will be completely responsive finally. So very, very excited about that. So we just ask your patience as we get all of that kind of worked out and, uh, and done. As a result of that and some other things that are going on, uh, we need to delay the launch of our 7 and 7 instead of launching it. I think we're going to do it on the sh- uh, start on the 9th. We're going to be launching it on the 16th. So some members of the team that are working on the, the boards just kind of needed that, that extra time. So I told them. Pay attention to the boards. Seven and seven can, can wait a week. Um, so that is everything I have in housekeeping. Does anybody have anything else? I am. Well, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go first then. Okay. Um, because I'm more important. <laughs> no. Um, I want to just once again mention our Royal Caribbean Alaska group sailing we have. June 12th through June 19th, 2015. I want to bring it up this time because uh, we have six staterooms left in our group space that's a discounted rate they are going to be going away at the end of this month so if you want to go with us you have to act fast are you stunned at how many people am, are going with us on this cruise i am so surprised i thought it was going to be like four of us i think it was i, I, I no, honestly i was thinking it was gonna be like 20 or 30 people yeah um my mother is so excited we are too we're really this. excited about it um I want to just sort of hint at a couple of things we're working on. We have nothing set in stone yet, but we're working on some group shore excursions. So things like that would be just exclusive to us going and doing a shore excursion together. So we think that's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, Liza Minnelli will be performing. <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, for us. Uh, and by Liza, I mean Kevin in sequence. There you go. June 12th. A lot of sequence. A lot of sequence. June 12th through June 19th, 2015 on the Jewel of the Seas. If you want more information, Email me, john at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and I will pawn it off on someone else and make them do the Dispatch to the minions. I will dispatch it to someone else. So that's it for me. All right. Dustin? Yeah, I got something. Uh, We have some new details uh, about the New Jersey uh, meet, uh, Diz Meet for Give Kids the World this year. Are these updates coming to you from Nicole right now? Well, no, they were sent to me. uh, Oh, you're holding your phone. You know they are. (laughs) Sorry, I'm, can't, I'm like talking and editing and stuff. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, this year's theme is the good old Jersey Shore, complete with boardwalk games, streetmosphere characters, and a mini shopping mall. And, of course, they'll have their Diz after dark like they did last year. I don't know if beer pong will be. In, oh, in, no, in, but uh, they've got to do, they, they have got to do the improv comedy thing again with you. 
Dustin stole the show last year. That was fun. With the improv comedy. Um, who knew? I had no idea <laughs> he was capable of that. And he just, he stole the show. Thank you. Oops, wrong button. Um, <laughs> he's all, Thank you. He's wow. ruining this show, but he stole that one. <laughs> Um, uh, the registration opens up February 1st. The event dates are, um, if I can find it, you know, I'm going to have all these details in the show notes page. It's in, where? It's a very long email. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't actually see the dates. Uh, it's in April. April yeah, 24th. Okay, April, okay, let me say it. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, okay. it's that weekend, so... Can you put all of the Diz meets that are every? The, I'm, I'm, yeah. What I'm going to do tonight is call every single um, uh, Diz meet that's going on for Give Kids the World this year and put them all in the show notes link in their own little. We got a space. rich. We got the. I think the the kickoff Richmond. is Richmond, uh, middle yeah. of uh, April. April 10th. We have uh, New Jersey at the end of April. We have. Uh, then we skip May. Um, June is Hershey. June is Hershey. July is open. Not open, but it's, yeah, nothing. Uh, August is Nova Scotia, <laughs> yeah. and also August 29th is Indy, is Indianapolis, and then we've got the, the New others England are meet. still in, are still, prop, are still, yeah. Has, New England hasn't released their dates yet, no, um, yeah. So, any of them that have threads or uh websites on the boards or external websites, I'll post all that, bring it all together in the show notes page for everybody to take a look at. Thank you. And also, just uh, before I forget, want to remind everybody that uh, uh, some of the team are going to be covering the Harry Potter event this weekend at uh, Universal. And uh, what, what, what's the actual name of the event? A Celebration of Harry Potter 2015. Okay. Or 2015. It looks interesting. I mean, it's got, it's got, some, it's got some, great, uh, some great guests and... Oh yeah, special events going on, or make Rowling rich? Is that the sort of oh, sure. yeah. that's the subtitle? That, that, that ship's already sailed. <laughs> She's already rich. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm going to be there this weekend. Yeah, and it was Craig's a great time be there. last Jenny year. Jenny Lynn's going to be there. So. Um, Corey gets to go out to Texas and go look at the new servers with Alex. <laughs> That sounds exciting. Wow. Out in a field <laughs> in Texas. I'm just a little nervous because once Corey, I think, goes out and sees like all the different things, all the different services that this company offers us, he's going to be like, okay, we need that, we need that, we need that, and our server base is going to double. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to be out there this weekend, so just kind of pay attention to our Facebook pages. Uh, you can also check out the Universal, uh, the Dis Universal Facebook page. Right, Greg? Yes. Facebook.com slash The Diz Universal. The Diz Universal. Because Diz Universal is owned by some Spanish-speaking dish company or something like that. <laughs> Diz Universal. Like a Universal joint? Like Universal Diz? Or? It's like, well, I don't know. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah. Busy, busy. I'll be appearing at the Welcome Center this week. <laughs> Limited engagement. All week long, have the fish. <laughs> Try the fish. I'll be home alone, children. Uh, I do want to say one more thing. I want to say that our thoughts go out to our friends in the Northeast. Yes, yes. We're thank you for reminding me. Big, big storm. Beautiful Fortunately, storm. it looks like at least New York and New Jersey yeah. were spared the worst of it. But our friends in in Massachusetts, in particular, are Rhode getting Island. hit really, really hard. So, um, hope you guys are staying safe and warm and dry, and inside. Best, most of all, stay inside. Yeah, I've just. 
been informed that they're already starting to announce school closings for tomorrow in um, eastern Mass- yeah. Western Massachusetts. Eastern Massachusetts. <laughs> Talk to my dad. Everything is good where he is. Much less snow than they thought. So that's good news. Yeah. But it's so pretty. It really is. Not when you're driving. Really? Oh, no. I don't want to go out in it. I don't want anybody to go out. But it's pretty. So, all right. Anything else for housekeeping before we get on to poll results? All right. So last week we asked you how you feel about My Magic Plus. Now that we've had nearly 18 months to get used to it, and i got to be honest, I was stunned by this result. 51% said, I like it. Apparently, none of you are posting on the boards, okay? <laughs> because it seems like if you go by the disboards, it's like the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of man. <laughs> um, you know, there's the Holocaust, and then there's oh my, my, oh my Magic God. Plus. Well, you, if you listen to the tone of some of these posts, I mean, it's incredible. And I don't get it because I like it. I'm a fan of it. I love it. I wish they'd let me attach a credit card to them permanently so I could just use that to pay for things. That's coming, I'm sure. I'm in the park. It's got to be. Um, 51% said they like it. 39% saying that it could be good, but it needs more work. With 10% saying, I hate it. Um, so the people who really don't like it are in, according to our poll here, and this is over 1,300 responses, um, 10% of the people are kind of, that's a big minority. Um, the grumpy cats. And with yeah. 38%, and 38%, 38% feel with some tweak and adjust, it all could the, be. All the fussing you hear, and only 10% are in Bitter Town? That's not right. That's well, just, there's always that, uh, there's that idea that the fewer people who don't like something are as much more vocal than the people who do like something. Yeah, so that's if. That's sort of a. You know, you know, you fans of you people <clears throat> like me who like. Uh, my Magic Plus? Get on the boards. Start talking. Please. I have a quick I'm story. You. I have a quick story to share. We have some friends who live here whose son is in town. Um, adult son with his girlfriend. And this is the first time they've been here in like 15 years. We went out to dinner with him last night. He's like a kid in a candy store with the app. He loves it. He's playing. He's like, oh, I just got this. I just got this. I just got that. I will say this. They are very flexible on what they're willing to do and what times they're willing to take. So he was very excited to get the rides he wanted to get. He thought it was the best thing. He thought it was so cool. So it was fun to watch him be excited about it. Yeah. So very, very interesting, I thought, that uh, uh, those results with, you know, clearly the majority either they love it or they could love it. With only ten percent, yeah. like you, as Teresa puts it, in Bittertown. Um, so I have residency in Bittertown. I have a vacation home there. You're the president. Yeah, I was say sometimes, sometimes you're the I'm honorary the of, mayor. I'm the head of the homeowners association. You're the head of the Bittertown homeowners association. Um, That's good. But uh, our poll winner this week, Betsy Patton. You have a fifty dollars Disney gift card headed your way, and uh, we do that every week. We pick one person at random who responds to our poll, and that person gets a $50 Disney gift card this week. It's former U.N. Secretary General, Betsy Pat. Congratulations, um, Elizabeth. Okay. <laughs> um, now, uh, I, I want you to switch your new. I forgot to tell you this. I want you to switch your news stories around. Okay. I, I want you to do the TripAdvisor story first. Okay. Because that is the subject of this week's poll. Uh, TripAdvisor recently named five Disney-owned resorts in their Traveler's Choice Awards, but there were nine other Orlando resorts on the list that aren't owned by Disney. So I asked the question, 
on-site versus off-site. Would you consider staying off-site for your Disney vacation? And uh, while John breaks into the news, starting with that story, I'm going to pull up what the current results are because this poll is running. going to run it till next Monday morning. So let us know what you think. All right. And with that, it's over to Johnny with the news. Our new first news story. Five Disney World resorts recognized by Traveler's Choice Awards. Five Walt Disney World resorts are recognized as top hotel choices for families by TripAdvisor's 13th Annual Traveler's Choice Awards. Among the 19 Orlando area hotels that made the national list, five are Walt Disney World Resort hotels, all ranking in the family category. Disney's Art of Animation Resort was the highest of the five. I get rank, that. Ranking number seven. Disney's Wilderness Lodge, number nine. Get that. Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort, number 16. That surprised me. Disney's Port Orleans Resort, number 18. No surprise there. And Disney's Beach Club Resort, number 21. And after staying there for the seven and seven, that would have surprised me three weeks ago. Beach Club? After staying at the Beach Club... On the 7 and 7 does not surprise me at all. This is I, where it all falls apart. I think Bay Lake Towers has one big thing. Okay, Proximity. Sure. Right. Yeah. And you can spit and running, hit the Magic Kingdom. Monorail yeah. running through it, too. So now here's where it falls apart. Florida's Resort, Orlando, on International Drive, was the highest rated Orlando Air Resort in the family category, ranking second. Yeah, this, this was very interesting to me. Second, like, nationwide, mind you. Because the first one was in, like, Pennsylvania or Colorado or something. And I could have this wrong. So I'm not entirely certain. But if I remember correctly, Florida's resort at one point. Now, we're going back a few years here. But this place was horrible. So, I mean, now it's very possible. It's got new management. It's been redone. I haven't been over there. But this place was. You know where it is? It's over by the outlets. It's in. It's not in. It's really not a great no, section of I Drive. It's not in a great section of I Drive. It's very off the beaten path. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. It's um, there's a lot of timeshares around that way. Which oh, I think there are there, for those for those not familiar. There are two sections to International Drive. There's the Plaza International area. I don't even know if they call it that anymore. But that's over where uh, uh, the convention center is. Where dining uh, and stuff. you know, there's a lot of great dining. Uh, Cafe Tutu Tango is over there. Point Orlando. Point Orlando is there. Some great restaurants in Point Orlando. Um, that's the Plaza Internet. That's the nice section. Then you cross. What what is that? Sand Lake. Sand Lake Road. You cross Sand Lake Road, and it's Third World, and that's where this is. No, 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 no. This is out by the outlets on the other end, out by Disney. Out by... Um, oh, it's down that way. Yeah. Okay, then this is not the resort I'm thinking no, of. No, no, no. So this we is actually out. passed by it the other day, and I was surprised where it was, because it feels like it's out in the middle of nowhere. Is this the one with the pirate ship? No. Okay, that section well, of... No. That's actually still considered the Plaza International and that's, section. However, up it's up and it's coming. A, you yeah. can see the, the construction. Yeah. This is out um, by uh, the... On the side of SeaWorld. The... Much further out, yes, by yeah. the premium outlets. This is like behind. Um, what's the what's the Buena Vista Suites are out there? Right, right. The yeah, that's that's yeah. You 
as you come down International Drive, you pass by SeaWorld heading down. And right. once you go past SeaWorld, it gets very sparse. Yeah, it does. It does. And But there's a lot of timeshares out there, like you said. And they are building. You can see we just drove past it the other day. That's the only reason we know where this is. Because we both went, oh, there's, there's that, that thing at the resort. I had never heard of it. So, yeah, then, then I take back everything I just said because it's not the same resort. I'm Either that or they moved it. But I thought that was the name of it. But <laughs> On a truck. Um, However, if you look at it, it is an apartment building. It's just this big building. There's nothing fancy or family-friendly about it. But we I couldn't nothing, see the amenities. I, I know nothing about the room. I know nothing about the pool. But it just seemed odd that this beats out a Disney was this, resort. Um, was this somebody ranking it or was it right in? Uh, I do not know. But it's TripAdvisor. Uh, but I will tell you this. I TripAdvisor rankings, I trust them. I absolutely, I use them all the time. And if, you know, the first thing I do when I'm going somewhere, if, if I don't know the area, um, you know, uh, I'm heading out to uh, uh, Arizona on the backstage, or not backstage magic, the ABD, the, what do they call it now? Cowboys and Canyons or? Arizona and Cowboys, Cowboys and gay bars. And- they've talked, <laughs> that's a different part. Um <laughs> They, they've kind of done away with the names. It's now where you're going, Arizona and Utah. Right. And I looked at the resort that they're using in, I can't remember the name of it, in Sedona. And that's ranked number one in Sedona by We stay at a hotel in New York City that's got the number one ranking, but it's a little nothing hotel. But every time I have followed TripAdvisor's advice on that, they have never steered me wrong. I've been very, very happy. That's how you found your driver in Italy, right? That's exactly how I found uh, Emiliano. Was TripAdvisor. Um, so when you know when TripAdvisor puts out a list like this, unlike Yelp, where Yelp uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, sketchy stuff yeah. going on with Yelp, where people are buying their ratings, and if they're an advertiser with Yelp, they get pushed up higher, and if they're not, all these bad reviews start showing up. Um, I don't. So Yelp, I don't really pay too much attention to. TripAdvisor doesn't do that stuff. And if TripAdvisor finds somebody gaming the system, boy, they are on them like white on rice. They work very hard to maintain the integrity of that site. So I trust their ranking. So when they release something like this, rather than saying, oh, something's wrong with that, I'm like, okay, maybe this is something I should look at. because There are a couple on here that I, I question. Uh, let me just finish up the story with Alani. Disney's resort and spa in Hawaii was the only other Disney resort in the top 25 for families ranking number eight. Um, what kind of throws me is there's something on here called the Best Western Saratoga Resort Villas. Um, Do you know where that is? Yes, right by Dreams Villas. Uh, right near the Target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen these. Are you, I, is Dreams on there? Dreams Villas on no, there? No, mine is not on there, unfortunately. <laughs> it's number 26. We've seen these, <laughs> just we've seen the these Saratoga <laughs> Resort Villas. Well, what are the, what what are they um, basing this on? Was it's it the price point? No, it's strictly or? no, it's reader reader People feedback. Yeah. And I think it's a I think it's a write in. I don't believe it's like I think they initially do a write in to find out which ones would qualify, and then they go through and do a poll of them. No. So. Well, I mean, they've already ranked these hotels to begin with. Right. I mean, every single virtually every hotel on earth is ranked in TripAdvisor. And so, I don't know. Like I said, my experience, and I've seen it multiple times, and I pay a lot of attention to TripAdvisor. My experience has been that they can be trusted. That they, and they're very, very good at making sure that things aren't sketchy. 
So I've also had very good very good luck with Yelp. Um, Yelp mostly for food, though. Yeah, yeah. and that's uh, that's how we found um, Simply Delicious. Best breakfast in Brevard County. Oh, no question. Di- yeah. So, nope. that, but that's what the ranking was. So. So I'm 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 in, I'm intrigued. I have a qu- the Chatterati is obsessed with your shirt. Why? They want to know: Are you a DVC member? They want to know. Oh, they they are obsessed. No, okay. I mean, that's All right. pretty so much what the they're story. talking about. I'll tell you the story. Um, when we were doing the seven and seven, we were at Old Key West, and I decided at the last minute I was. We had a two bedroom, so I decided I was going to stay. And, but I didn't pack clothes. So I went into the gift store, and you know what? You can get socks, you can get underwear, you can get shorts, you can get shirts, you can get everything you need, uh, which I thought was it. So that's where this came from. No, I am not a DVC member. Um, It's a nice shirt. But it is a nice shirt. I like this shirt. Not a color I would normally wear, but, you know, yeah. It looks good on you, though. It's a good color for you. You know. Oh, Kevin. (laughs) Kevin said. Kevin said. You're so, in, you uh, just came into that? Teresa's shot. Do it again. <laughs> oh. Oh. I got coffee on my glasses, and John's shirt is more absorbent than me. <laughs> I know, right. and yours is white. So that that explains that explains uh, my shirt. No, I'm not a DVC member, but you know, uh, obviously the content of he our show is so exciting, right? That that's what that all, they're, all they're concerned about is is my whether shirt. or not you're an actual member. Your shirt and my hat. So, all right, all right. Next new story. <laughs> next new story. Disney reports two theme park ride-related deaths in 2014. Two Disney World visitors died last year after going on two of the resort's tamer rides, according to a state report released last Wednesday. One, a 22-year-old woman with a pre-existing condition, lost consciousness after riding "It's a Small World" on Christmas Day. She later passed oh, away on what Christmas crime. Day. Twenty-two Man, years old. Awful. What a crime! Uh, they didn't report when she passed away. But, oh. It occurred. On, this incident occurred on Christmas Day. The news story, as with all news stories, considering Disney, Toy Story, or uh, Small World kills guests. Basically, yeah. yeah. That, I was going to mention that after. And John it's was a very done. sad thing that she passed away. But it had nothing to, nothing do, to with do with Disney. Right. Or a small world. That's just where she happened to be when this happened. Right. Yeah. She had this incident. The second, a 54-year-old woman lost consciousness after riding Tour Story Midway Mania at Disney's Hollywood Studios in October. Both rides are kin- kid-friendly attractions that move at slow speeds. Because of that, it seems unlikely that the rides directly contributed to the guest's deaths, said Jerry Oldrich, an Orlando-based theme park consultant who dealt with safety issues when he worked at Disney. Um, Florida's Bureau of Fair Rides releases reports of injuries associated with rides at major theme parks each quarter. Um, Disney reported nine other incidents last year. At the Magic Kingdom, a 64-year-old woman fell and fractured her leg while stepping off the Prince Charming Regal Carousel. A 63-year-old woman with pre-existing health conditions had a heart attack and lost consciousness after riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. No, that'll do it. Uh, at the Mad Tea Party, a 49-year-old man tripped while exiting the ride and fractured his shoulder. A 54-year-old man with a pre-existing condition fell ill after leaving Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And a 72-year-old man felt nauseated and lethargic after riding Space Mountain. 
Um, the whole report is available online, but I think it's sad that there are well, you know, two deaths uh, for Tamer rides. And a, as, as Kevin said, you know, being billed as these rides are now deadly and dangerous. Uh, well, if, you know, I forgot how many years ago it was the law changed that required theme parks to report publicly everything, every death, every accident. And this has just kind of been a boon to the local media where it's like, you know, they can grab on to two deaths at Disney. But they're not allowed on Disney property, so they park across the street in the crossroads and aim at Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Well, they'll they'll stand outside the uh, Walt Disney World sign on Hotel Plaza Boulevard because technically that's not Disney property. So, yeah, because they're not allowed to come into the Magic Kingdom and do their their live remote. Um, But, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is a... uh, It'd be very sad to anybody gets injured, anybody gets hurt, not trying to be dismissive of that at all. It just isn't news. It just isn't news. Now, if there was something wrong with one of these rides, if one of these rides malfunctioned, Mm -hmm. and as a direct result of that malfunction, someone was injured or killed, God forbid, then yes, that is a news story. But this stuff is... Tripping as you come off the teacups is not the fault of the teacups. It, it depends if they tripped over something that was not secure or something that was small child. Fixed. I'm surprised there aren't more. Yeah. As with as many people are in the parks, right? This is very little. You know, you think about it. You think about, and it's the exceptional job they do with safety. For a long time, <laughs> the rule was nobody got hurt or no one died on Disney property. Yeah, they stopped saying that. Right. The other thing I want to point out, too, is a lot of these, they don't mention exactly what the person had, but there's mention of a pre-existing condition. Right. This is why it's super important that if you're going to ride a ride, just be conscious of right. what might happen. And pay attention to those warning signs. They are there for your safety. I mean, hello. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Our third and final news story. Longtime Disney executive leaving. Longtime Disney executive Erin Wallace is, oh, there's a picture of her, is leaving the company to join Learning Care Group. Which, which I swear r- I know her. I swear, like, we've met with her at some point. I don't know her. Uh, she's leaving to, to join Learning Care Group, which runs La Petite Academy Child Care Centers. Hmm. Wallace, who works in Orlando, has been executive vice president of operations, strategies, planning, and revenue management for the Walt Disney World Parks and Resorts since 2009. She oversees functions including attractions, entertainment, lodging, and the My Magic Plus product and services. She's been with the company 30 years. Um, Lee Cockle is quoted as saying that her leaving is a big loss to the company. Wallace's departure comes a few weeks after Meg Crofton, who leads operations. cleaning woman. <laughs> who leads operations. I did that story while you were gone, and you were very missed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, her departure comes a few weeks after Meg Crofton, who leads operations of U.S. and France resorts, announced her decision to retire June 1st. Now, and, you know, just on the Meg Crofton thing, just for a second, you know, I said this when they moved her to worldwide operations. I said, this is where they send Disney executives out to pass. She's going to the farm. She's going out to the farm, <laughs> the cleaning woman farm. 
And to show sure enough, she can run. She can run. <laughs> she can run and frolic and play with other Disney executives. With other Disney executives <laughs> out in the field. <laughs> and so, when, the minute you hear anybody uh-huh. being sent to worldwide operations, it means their career with Disney is over. It's kind of like when they told me the dog went to the farm, right? When I was a kid, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> with the, the dog could run and play. Your grandmother's on the roof, and in fact, it was euthanized. Oh, um, man. So. I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so I just so want to point out. Good I, news story. I said this, I just want to point out, I said this whenever it was, it was announced that she was going to worldwide operations. I'm like, yeah, shuffling, shuffling her off to Buffalo. She's done. <laughs> Stick a fork in her. Here's uh, your hat. Get on the train. <laughs> <laughs> More changes could come in the Parks and Resorts Division as well. Chairman Tom Staggs is considered a potential successor for Walt Disney Company Chief Executive Officer Bob Iger when he retires in 2000. And you know what? I got to I got to be honest. It it, it better be Stags. Cuz if it's Rasulo, so I'm not I've never been a big fan of Jay Rasulo. And I'm not, you know, not going to be wearing any Tom Stag shirts anytime soon either, but um Stags is far better in my opinion I than Rasulo. I think could handle it. What? Your Tom Stag shirt. Uh, yeah, <laughs> really? really? Um, I uh, Stags member. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping. I'm no, really hoping Stags. that's who it oh. is because he seems to be the one that has the has at least some measure of vision um, where the parks are concerned. Uh, but you know, it's all it's all shades of gray here um, with these guys right now. I don't think there's anybody in the pipeline that's going to be. A game changer. Well, in terms of in, in terms of stags, you know, he's been at all the all the openings, press events, and stuff for for the Disney parks. And you know, following that line of Michael Eisner and and Bob Iger, I mean, he definitely has he definitely has the charisma. He definitely has the uh, personality, and he's he's a visual. People recognize him. So you know, obviously, that is not how you run a company. But well, I also you, think you know, he's he's had the. He's been sort of brought up under Iger. Yeah. Iger really brought him up through the company. And I also, I also gonna, I'm going to say this, and I'm sure there are plenty of people that will disagree with me on this, but um, I, I think Eisner doesn't get anything close to the credit and deference that he deserves. Um, he saved the company. When I talk about a game changer, Michael Eisner was a game changer. Michael Eisner, everything Disney is in so many respects right now, in terms of the resorts, in terms of the expansion of the theme parks, the movie division, all this stuff, wouldn't happen without uh, without Michael Eisner. Um, Bob Iger has definitely taken what Eisner did. He took the foundation Eisner built, and he's done very well with it. So I, I, I credit him for that. But he's just kind of continuing Eisner's line. Should all watch uh, Waking Sleeping Beauty. It has oh, yeah. portions of that have Eisner in it as well. Um, so, I, I've always felt Eisner doesn't. You know, look, we were all ready to see him go when he left. He stayed um, three years too long. Yeah, he did. Is he, he did. in he the did. field with the cleaning lady? Yes. Well, yeah, except he's he's he counting, out the he's counting his billions. Okay, <laughs> and he I'm just trying to picture Netflix the Rolling content. Hills, and they're just Does like he? running with. Me. Yeah, Michael Eisner created BoJack Horseman, or he was behind the group that created BoJack Horseman. 
uh, well, terrible Bojack original. Horseman, then. How can we, you know, make so fun? he's still it's working. Well, and he also had. <laughs> I, I think I, I I think I still have more Twitter followers than he does. What's Bojack um, Horseman? I have no idea. It's a terrible Will Arnett voiced cartoon that's on Netflix as part of their. It's a original. horse named Bojack. Yeah. Oh, it was well, Will he has Arnett. his own production company. You know, right? it's it's right under uh, Orange Is the New Black and House of Cards in terms of popularity. So. Is no, it it's really? not. Really, it's way under. No, it's, no, it's no. It's, no it, I mean, he on Twitter, Michael Eisner would go crazy and post about it probably like three times a day, <laughs> right after it was released, and it's awful. But yeah, it's it's through his production company so he's not that he runs field, now. Then. He's, he's no, he's you know the 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 the, the top executives don't go to okay. the field. It's when they've gone as far up, like in the parks, oh, okay. as they can go. They, go they to send the them over to Warner Brothers Hotel. Okay, and then they're <laughs> yeah. just. They okay. send them, yeah. They send them out to the. Uh, they send them out to the worldwide operations. Picnicking in the fields. Okay. Pastor. So. Pastor. All right, so that'll do it for the news. <laughs> All righty, uh, do we have uh, a picture? Yeah. For this week. Okay, because I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, let's see here. Share. Uh, last week we had the uh, what's the difference in the Cove Cafe on the Disney Fantasy, and the results are in. A lot of you guys got them right. Uh, we'll point out all the differences uh, later today on Facebook.com slash DizUnplugged, but this gives you a, a little heads up on that. What, what the was different in the ceiling? Uh, took away, it's either like a oh, smoke detector a, or like a radon detector or something a like radon, that. A radon, yeah. <laughs> the existence of radon on cruise ships is a terrible, terrible problem. It's, the only it's one of those water spigots. <laughs> it's a sprinkler. It's a CO2 detector. <laughs> a radon detector. It was the only Where like, did you pull radon detector I, I from? Had a, I had a friend who had like a radon filter in his house because it was built before 1945 or something. And so it was like, I'm used... <laughs> I should have said carbon monoxide. I could have said anything, but yeah, I said really radon. radon. Anyway, um, and you know some other stuff is different. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we'll put the results. You'll be able to see that uh, most of you got it right. The next uh, image we're going to do for next week, and this again will be posted later tonight on Facebook.com/slash/disunplugged, is a beautiful shot. That is beautiful of the flower and garden festival. Is that one of Corey's? I believe that is Corey's. I yeah. feel certain. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. So there's a lot to play around with in that uh, image. I'm hearing that my microphone is off. Can you all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Chatterati, can you hear me? Wait five seconds, and then they'll get back to you. There's a slight delay. Three, four days. <laughs> <laughs> about ten seconds. About ten second delay between what we say and when they hear it. Okay. So those were the images. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, rapid fire. We'll start with, do you want me to go by the order of the script? Do you want me to just go around the table? Oh, um, yeah, I always go on, do it around the table. Yeah, do it okay. around the table. Yanni. All right. Land of Frozen coming to Disney Cruise Line. I know you're all excited about this. I am. Summer 2015, Disney Cruise Line guests can immerse themselves in the animated hit Frozen with brand new experiences inspired by the film, including a spectacular deck party three-song stage show production number. I don't know why it's three songs. New character meet and greets, storybook adventures. And all three of them are let it go. No, they're, they're putting it in one of, the, one of the existing shows. Yep. 
Disney dreams. Yeah. New character meet and greets and storybook adventures ashore. Um, there's going to be memorable mo- memorable moments with Anna and Elsa for the first time ever. Kristoff and Olaf. I mean, seriously, can you guys not pronounce it correctly? It's Anna. Anna. <laughs> oh, who cares? It's Anna and Ilsa. <laughs> Anna. And they're going to have Kristoff and Olaf there like for the first Mr. time McGee ever. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to do Anna's Chase for the Chocolate, which has a completely Yum. different meaning in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it Anna. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. They're going to have Do You Want to Build a Snowman Activity? It's right under the radon detector. <laughs> the Maypole Swirl and Twirl. Frozen themed dining experiences. Oh, God. And freezing the night this, away with Anna, Elsa, and friends. This is when I wish we weren't going out live. Because <laughs> you have this, so much oh, to say. Oh, there would be so much that I could have taken a run with that I knew I could edit out later. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just wrong. Jeez, I like the freezing the night away. That sounds yeah. interesting. I think it all sounds fun. <laughs> Are you using that word right? <laughs> Look, I know a lot of people, you know, there's, there's like two camps that have that have formed now. There's the camp that's getting fed up with Frozen, and then there's a the camp that's getting angry at the people who are fed up with Frozen. <laughs> and, you know, it's I, I get it. I get why it's popular. I get that kids love it and that kids will watch the same movie 17,000 times. And that's all well and good. I, I, I don't have a problem with that. My problem is that, you know, if Disney was integrating this stuff properly... Actually. Properly, it would make more sense, and it would I would be better with it because it feels like legacy is being thrown out the window. It feels like the things that guided those decisions in the past are completely thrown out the window just because it's popular. So, for example, you know we're talking about adding basically a semi land now to Epcot around Frozen, and that was never supposed to be what the World Showcase pavilions were about. These were about experiences in these countries. Frozen doesn't exist mm-hmm. in Norway. And the Norwegians are starting to get pissed off about this. That, you know, it's being portrayed this way. And, um, you know, if it, it just looks like everything is knee-jerk, everything is let's slap Frozen on it, uh, just to make as much money off it as we can. Remember the days when Disney used to add this stuff and it was done with story in mind and it was done with Imagineering in mind and these things were well integrated, they made sense and the details were there. They added a Little Mermaid, what? twenty A mermaid ride, what, five, 25 years after the movie came out? So it's, I can understand the the need to integrate this but it, i agree with you it but seems like here have we got some frozen labels don't you think don't you think you know frozen probably would have gone better in new fantasy land creating something in new fantasy land for frozen so it could be in so it could be consistent with beauty and the beast the little mermaid that made that would make a lot more sense to me than slamming it into Epcot where it really doesn't belong. I'm I really I don't agree with adding characters to the countries. It sort of goes against what I believe in. That's 
I understand that they could be updated, but to me, it's more of a World's Fair atmosphere. And that's what it should be. Yeah. And this, it's a, you're supposed to feel like you are in the country. But the whole thing with Frozen, this is my big complaint, is the way it's being done. It's not that it's being done. It's that it's just being slammed onto everything with absolutely no... It's, it's like the legacy is dead. It's like the Imagineering legacy is dead. And there used to be reverence about how they added things to the parks. There used to be a lot of consideration. And at the top of the list was, does it fit with the story? Does it fit with the story we're trying to tell? And if it doesn't, then we tell another story someplace else where it will fit. And that's not what they're doing. They are shoehorning this in everywhere they can just to get money out of it. And I'm all for the money. Believe me, I'm all for the money. But it's got to be done with some respect to your legacy. And this is what they have forgotten. They have forgotten it with service. And now they're starting to forget it with attractions and their theme parks. And that is scary to me. That is frightening to me. Because if this keeps up, what's going to happen? What are we going to be looking at in 10, 15, 20 years? What are these parks going to look like? Are they just going to be nothing more than a collection of things that were shoved in just to make as much money off them as we could? That's my fear. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> what? Why do you have to raise your hand? You yeah. Well, what? I, what do you think about it on the cruise ship, though? You think that's bad? <laughs> I don't. Particularly it depends on, on how the magic. It, it depends on how it's done. Here's the deal: if you're gonna if you're gonna add a song <laughs> to like Disney Dreams with Anna and Ilsa, then I'm okay with that. But it seems like this is like everything now is now frozen. There's frozen meals and there's frozen make Alan's things. Going to have about frozen brunch. Right. Yeah. But I some of the seen... sailings on the magic this summer, I think this would fit. Oh, the yeah. other thing is, I don't understand why it's going to Norway. This isn't a movie about Norway. It's a movie about a fictional place. Right. It's about Arendelle. Well, it makes more sense than Mexico. But it doesn't make sense either <laughs> It doesn't in make place. sense. I know, but they're So what's happened what is where this should have been a fairy tale. This should have been a, a make-believe kind of thing. Well, Epcot, is, this is where the space was. This is where they had enough land to build that, something. That proves his point. Right. They showed that exactly in. proves his point. Right. Why not put it where the old hat was? Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie, this, right? Right. All right. Moving on. I have a second rapid fire. Okay. Oh, real geez, quick. I forgot. I know. I apologize. <laughs> I'm taking up all the time today. Um, this is a rumor that Disney ticket prices are going to increase in February. <laughs> so we want to make sure that people, if you're looking to get tickets, please get them now. Well, well that rumor, that part of the rumor isn't such a big surprise. Right. The Be- second thing is. The second thing is. Which is kind of has me very, very worried, is that it's rumored that the no expiration option may be discontinued. That mm. is, stu- yeah, that would be stunning. Stunning to me. So here's the deal. They're not going to let you buy a ticket that never expires. And so it's like, go out and get them now. I'm serious. This is something you want to do because now you'll lock in the price before any price increase. It's like buying forever stamps. Exactly. Is that a good analogy? And if you, uh, we'll put a link to it in the show notes page, the official ticket center is an advertiser on the Diz. Um, And those are legitimate from Disney tickets. And you can, especially with the longer lengths of stays, you get some nice, uh, nice discounts on that. So I'll have a link to that in the show notes page, disunplugged.com. That's it for me. Thank you, John. Kevin. All right. First of all, real quick, I told you before I only had a couple of seats left on the December 2015 Backstage Magic trip. We have less. If you're interested, we're down to about six. So time to go if you want to go. 
Uh, my rapid fire is about new things coming to the landing at Downtown Disney. We've heard about S- uh, STK Orlando. It's a high-end steakhouse. The boathouse is an upscale waterfront dining experience. You can take a guided boat tour about the captain's 40-foot Italian water taxi. That just doesn't sound like fun. Complete with champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries. Amphicars will uh, launch on land, enter the waterway, and tour the landmarks of Disney Springs for 20 minutes. Morimoto Asia Asia is coming. And here's where there's some new things. Apex by Sunglass Hut is going to be high-end sunglasses. We just put a Sunglass Hut in uh, Adventureland. Apparently sunglasses are not available anywhere else except Disneyland. The Art of Shaving grooming products will be available at Downtown Disney. There's one of those in Millennium Wall. I'm not sure if this is Chapel or Chappelle hats and headwear. Aaron McKenna's Bakery, New York City. This is gluten-free. It used to be baby cakes. Javiana's designer flip-flops that guests can create their own pair. Sanook footwear mm-hmm. and Sound Lion music products, including headphones, speakers, and earbuds. Other retailers have filed documents to join the lineup at Disney. Oakley Sales Corps, which is sunglasses. <laughs> um, Lacatane, which is really expensive hand lotion. Alpergatas, which is Brazilian footwear. Kinetoscape Steam and Power, which is unique knickknacks. Edward Biner Springs. There's one of these in Millennium Mall, too. And that is more high-end eyewear. Sun, oh, okay. Yeah. Sunglasses. Edwin Pearl Retail, which is fashion jewelry. Great Irish Pubs of Florida, which is the owner of Raglan Road. Paperwork has been filed for new construction, though nothing's been announced. Apparently, you are going to be able to buy sunglasses every 10 feet. <laughs> I'm, I'm very much looking forward to... All of Disney Springs. Um, yep. The restaurants, the shops, um, you know, as far as whether shops should be there or not, the market's going to decide that. Um, but I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm excited for the construction to be done. Um, That's what I'm most excited about. They could, you know. They could, they could put anything in there as long well, as the construction was I just done. Think, I just think the whole, you know, everything, no. I, everything I've seen in terms of the design, the layout – what they're planning to do with it. I think it looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think it looks beautiful. I think the reason I'm so bitter is that we spend a lot of time at downtown Disney. We would go there and have lunch and yeah. we would go to the movies. It's really there. not easy to do that anymore. No, it's really not. And it's not fun when you're there. I don't find, but, um, you know, at this point now, um, you know, I'm over ranting about the parking garage, just waiting for it to be done so I can go back and enjoy it again. Um, so just delaying gratification until, you know, 2027. Uh, when they're going to be finished with this. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you, Kevin. Teresa. Emma Watson has been announced to play Belle in the live action, upcoming live action Beauty and the Beast film. Production won't begin until later this year. No release date has been announced. Here's what scares me about that. In her Twitter post announcing it, time to go take some singing lessons. Her words, not mine. <laughs> Why are you picked for this movie if you can't sing? It's a musical. This drives me insane because we live in the, in the, and I know I'm going to get emails, we live in the era of Britney Spears and Demi Lovato, people who cannot sing without auto-tune. If you need auto-tune, you should not be called a singer. You can be called an entertainer because you wear virtually nothing and dance around like a hooker, but you should be able to sing. 
I'm gonna guess. No, I love Emma Watson. I'm sorry. I love Emma Watson. I think she was great as Hermione Granger. I think she's a great actress. I've seen her in some other stuff. She's really good. Why are you in a musical if you have to go take singing lessons? Well, maybe she can sing. She's just not a great singer. Maybe like, she just I mean, needs to I'm strengthen. Sorry. I think about Les Mis and all those people who are not singers, and I enjoyed but they were all, all of those they performances. Were all, with the exception of Russell Crowe, all of them are professionally trained singers. All of them. Well, just because they don't put out albums. They were all professionally trained singers. They were chosen because they I could believe carry, in her. I believe she could, could do it. I'm, I'm not saying she can't. I'm just saying <laughs> that's just, you know, when that's the first thing you tweet, basically, I got this great job. I need to go take singing lessons now. Britney Spears sounds like a baby hiccuping. I also like Demi a whole lot, so. <laughs> What's that? Britney Spears sounds like a baby hiccuping. No, you know, it's very telling. Go Google Britney Spears without auto-tune and listen to what she actually sounds like. Oh, my God. I, I think the worst part about this news isn't that Emma Watson's going to be playing Belle. It's that Disney's now, with their live-action features, they're getting in this funk where they're deciding to just replicate all of their animated features. So we can complain about stuff like Frozen that's getting blown up. But at least that wasn't something that they replicated before. That was an original story. Now live action is all becoming Maleficent and then Cinderella. And well, now I'm reserving the beat. Me too. I'm reserving judgment on that, you know, especially after watching Into the Woods, which obviously was not an animated feature. But <clears throat> um, what they are doing with some of these uh, these fairy live action fairy tales is amazing. So I'm reserving judgment to see what they do with... Cinderella is going to be uh, an important one. If they do it well and they handle it right, then they could be really creating a whole new genre for themselves. comes down to the filmmakers. It's, you know, Disney, the, the studio is one thing, but you know, the direction and the art direction and the script and everything makes a huge difference on that. I'd just like it to be a little bit more original. Go back to those original ideas. Yeah. Well, I agree with you, doing but I, mm -hmm. I like seeing my fairy tales come to life. I mean, I'm a huge fairy tale fan. Everybody knows that. So seeing them live action to me, it just makes them kind of cool, it does. real, more real. It does, I yeah. agree. And I love that. Like I, I, agree. I love Maleficent. I love the twist on that story. Um, I can't wait to see Cinderella, and I'm very excited now about Belle. So, um, I'm, ex I'm I, like I said, I'm reserving judgment to see how they handle it. Um, Sorry, Craig. But <laughs> you know, awful taste. Craig, Craig, you're wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong, Craig. <laughs> Hates that I like wow. Maleficent. <laughs> I hate that anyone likes Maleficent. <laughs> I have I still haven't seen it, so I can't I can't say. <clears throat> Goodness. But um, you know, look, I love like I said, I love Emma Watson. I love Emma Watson. I just it just annoys me when, you know, I, I maybe she'll do an amazing job. I'm sure she will. Um, you know, but you know, Daniel Radcliffe, Song and Dance Man on Broadway. Never got nominated though. So that may say something, too. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Julie. <laughs> okay, so now every Saturday at Splitsville from 9 p.m. to 12.30 a.m., there will be a live band taking the stage in the Bullet Bar. There is no cover charge, um, and the stage can be seen from the lanes on the first floor, as well as the other areas of the, <laughs> the place, but I just want to be sure people know that. Um, oh, that's it. Is it, is it different bands or is it the same band? No, no, different bands. It'll be different. Like local bands? Yes. You know what? I think that's great. I agree. I do too. Featuring local musicians. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's really good. Agreed. Thank you, Jules. Dustin Thomas West. 
Yes. Let me uh, pull mine up momentarily here. I have uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel authentic merchandise is dropping into the Disney parks. I now, love they're starting to do yeah. this. So if you're watching us uh, here, you can see the pictures. Also, I have the link to all the different merchandise. Um, this is instead of being um, Tower of Terror themed, even though they still have some of that stuff that says Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. This is all stuff themed to the actual Hollywood Tower Hollywood Hotel. Tower Hotel, the fictional hotel that the attraction takes place in. So a whole lot of stuff, you know, uh, the coffee <laughs> mugs, the glasses, the beer glasses, the little bellhop bell. I want that bell. Yeah, it looks. Oh, no. I'm going to annoy yeah. Corey with it. <laughs> I have one of those on my desk. I call the children. <laughs> So they, they've got a, a lot of cool merchandise uh, for that. This is uh, the, the success of the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. merchandise because that has been remarkably successful uh, is what now is, is spawning this. And I hope it continues to be successful. I hope they continue to do it for as many attractions as they can. The more unique merchandise they can create, the better. So... I'm very excited about it. And I think some of this stuff looks great. Yeah. As long as they don't sell it in Tomorrowland. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, exactly. This would be in the shop, obviously. Yeah, well, that's at- what they always say. And then all of a sudden, no, what, what, that, that, but the Haunted uh, Mansion stuff is at, at at that shop next to the Haunted Mansion. They also sell it in like the big World of Disney store and the Mouse Gear at Epcot, which is fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah. Not showing up into yeah, it's not the generic stuff. Right, and it's and the, it's attraction specific. So, and then maybe hopefully one day they'll be hotel specific again. Right, I hope they do that for every attraction and every hotel. And I'm glad to see that this is happening. Uh, this will be available in the parks February 13th. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Dustin. Greg. Okay, uh, Disney and Starbucks brought their new mug collection to uh, all the Starbucks that are currently. On Disney property right now. So at the Magic Kingdom, the Main Street Bakery, you can get the Starbucks I Was Here cup that has some of the Magic Kingdom icons. At Epcot, at the Fountain View, you can uh, get the Epcot version of it, and they're going to have the Animal Kingdom one, the Hollywood Studios one, and then also uh, one for Disneyland and California Adventure. The cups are $14.95 plus tax, and uh, in Disney World, you can't get any discounts on that. But out in California, if you're an annual pass holder, you can get a discount on the cups at their Starbucks. So, Craig, let me. You can only get the Magic Kingdom cup at the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Okay, that's so you how have, it should be. Okay, yeah. that's how it's. It's each just like their is, city cups. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it takes Starbucks to do that. <laughs> does that? Starbucks. I love that. Anybody else finally see an irony in that? Well, Starbucks did something smart. This is like Julie pointed out. This is their city mug that mm-hmm. they have for exactly. many years, which is very successful and I think very cool. I love it. So them. they just expanded on that. But you're right. It's like, oh look, Starbucks. Starbucks is doing it. Maybe we should do it too. I have the first. I have the Magic Kingdom one in the Epcot. And I guess they have the beautiful. Starbucks logo on them somewhere. Yeah. They do. Just. On the side, going up and down. So it's very, uh, it's on the back side of the cups in the picture. Yeah. What I think is really cool too is that it's it's a, a little bit of a graphic of the park. Yeah, yeah you know, I love I've, that. I've actually come. I've actually. I was thinking about this last week that, you know, I, I hated Starbucks years ago, and I really haven't been in a Starbucks. I mean, every so often when there's nothing else and I need a cup of coffee. Um, I think it's time for me to try it again and open my mind and 
you know, try I'll, it again. I'll go because I find that I, I find that I do that. I think a lot of us do that. I think I'm not alone in this. That we have a bad experience or a couple of bad experiences somewhere, and that just writes the story for years. And yep. I've noticed that I do that a lot. I do that a lot. And I'm I was I was just you know talking to somebody last week about that thing I do, and um, I you know I, I, I dawned on me you know maybe. Maybe it's time to try some of these things and keep an open mind. There's one thing I'm very good at doing. When I make make up my mind to do it, I can be very, very open-minded and kind of put past experiences out of my head and go in and experience it as it is right now. So I think I'm going to try and do that. I have a cold mocha. You want I sip? can't do that. <laughs> I, well, maybe it's because my places I got food poisoning from, so I will never eat at Hooters or Outback ever again. Oh, that's but. When well, food poisoning's sick. different. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's different. That's a big. He's one. just not going to get me to do that. That's very, very different. Um, when you yeah. when you have an experience yeah. like that, I mean, I, I you know I just don't like their coffee. Right. Basically, I don't like their coffee, but you know what? It's time to be open minded and try again. Hmm. So I'm going to try Starbucks again. So thank you for that, Craig. <laughs> that is going to do it for this episode. It will also do it for me for this week. Coming up next. Dustin and the team will talk about pros and cons of various Disney vacations. We're going to talk about Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney. So stay tuned for that and hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, go ahead, music. Stay out of the damn lights.